0: entertainment man podcast it is brought to you by crispy on the web or crispy on the web.com for more information social media and much much more Hello, everybody, and welcome to Entertainment Podcast. I'm your host, Christian Man. Welcome to the podcast, and welcome to a brand new year of Entertainment Podcast, going into my third season of the podcast, second year almost, and it's good to be back after a few weeks off from the holidays. Hope you guys had a great holiday. Today, we have a very special interview. I am interviewing Paul Marlowe, a athlete, personal trainer, mental health advocate. How's it going, Paul? Chris, is going fine. Thank you, and thank you for having me on. Man, three seasons. That's a long time. I
1: really respect that.
0: Yeah, uh, start started in March 2020, so it's it's been going... It, it was a, what's a COVID thing. Yeah,
1: COVID it,
0: it gives <laughs> my listeners, my fans a bit of a distraction, you know. Uh, well done, hey, we all need
1: that. Yeah.
0: So, apologies, we cannot, Paul cannot get his camera working, so we have audio-only visual, but you can still see me physically on the camera for YouTube. for Those are listening to me on YouTube.com. So, first question is, I'm a big Blue Jay fan, and I saw your bio, and uh, what was it like getting drafted by the Blue Jays. <laughs> Chris, you think it would have been the happiest
1: day of my life? Um, no, it was pretty cool. I was a senior in high school, so I was in grade 12, and uh, yeah, at that time, there were, I think, 1,600 total picks in the year, mm-hmm. and I was something like 1,543rd. Uh, it came up online. There was no call or anything, but I just saw my name pop up the very next the Toronto Blue Jays pick me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was cool, but at the same time, uh, speaking of mental health, uh, it was something that I felt like I didn't deserve at the time because it was all potential mm-hmm. and there was actually a lot of stress it put a lot of stress on my life that getting drafted oh um, definitely yeah for what i thought people expected of me and what i expected of myself but i didn't know how to make it happen mm-hmm. so i look back more fondly on it now than i did at the moment
0: yeah. you played with the i guess if you were more in the farm system i'm guessing right i didn't i did not even sign i was pure potential
1: so i'm six oh. foot seven i'm a right hander um i was throwing 83 at the time wow um fast forward to two years i was in iowa at in college and i was hitting 94 wow. so it was uh yeah they, they drafted me purely on this guy might do something in a year or he might do something in three years let's see if we can pick him up again later mm-hmm. uh they didn't even i don't think they even offered me a contract to go to the minor leagues just because it was so deep down yeah it was it was that potential draft we'll see what he does in a year yeah
0: hopefully i'll be on the, the lookout for you for sure all right so um i'm going to i want to talk about you being a personal trainer a little bit, uh, what do you like most about it? Um, it's the ability to help people. Uh, personal training is definitely about fitness
1: and helping people feel healthy in their bodies but really it has a lot to do with uh, we are part-time therapists. Uh, we talk to them about their day-to-day life. We see them three times a week um, for maybe four, five, six years depending how long you have a client for. And you get to know them a lot. You get to mm-hmm. know them and who they are and their weaknesses and their strength both in the gym but outside. And uh, what I like the most about it is using that to help them grow in the gym but also hopefully helping them grow out and putting the two together and helping them just become more resilient in their life okay
0: cool uh do you specialize anything in the uh the personal training field or like anything special that you train about or like you know like whether it's like you know legs or like any special speciality i guess actually have you heard of olympic lifting yes that's like a summer olympic sport right
1: yeah exactly where there's a thing called the clean and jerk match so it's Multiple movements in one, um, yeah. which essentially focuses on all all your muscle groups in your body to do one lift. Okay. Um, when I was in college in Louisiana playing baseball and basketball, uh, my head lifting coach, weightlifting coach was the USA Olympic coach for the weight for the Olympic lifting team.
0: Oh, that's cool! That's really cool. So
1: yeah, so I learned it down there. So what I learned down there is the biggest thing that I put in to play with my client mm-hmm. in the past is uh giving them the most efficient, powerful, helpful lift possible in a short
0: period of time. Yeah, and you, you really have to use certain part of your body to lift the weights. I know that because I, when I was in high school, I actually lifted 150 or 155 pounds motivated by a former Toronto Argonaut uh, player uh, that was actually my teacher at the time. So, you know, you have to really, really? use the proper method, I guess, to lift, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Foreman technique is huge, huge with that. Mm-hmm. That's amazing, man. Good job.
0: Thanks, yeah. He was a center for the Argonauts. So it was, oh yeah. and He was a big boy. He was, he was, yeah. Pat Polishka was his name. He it, it was a great teacher. Unfortunately, he passed away two years ago. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, is uh his legacy does live on, and I have a lot of memories with him. So amazing. Uh, how do you motive, motive, How do you motivate your client to you know bring the best out of them to help them you know succeed in their goals?
1: Um, each client different. Just like you and I are different. Um, it takes a bit to understand that and what get them motivated. Raw, uh, raw, clapping your hands and yelling at some people works. While some other people. Are doesn't. so it really depends on who they are how they interact daily life and how we interact together uh, I would say it takes me around three to four months to really get comfortable with the client to understand what they want out of it not just what they tell me because mm-hmm. they'll say one thing but probably mean another um, and how they interact in their daily life so I most of the points of motivation I try to get them to be motivated on something outside so they have two points of motivation happening inside the gym and outside the gym so yeah. we can get them firing on two different areas
0: yeah. so kind of like uh, like you're giving them- that they have to also work outside of the gym as well as inside the gym correct
1: yeah yeah it's kind of more of a mental thing out there yeah maybe it's something to do with their um wanting to compete in a uh race or running or something and i don't teach running mm-hmm. or maybe they want to um be able to stretch or do something like this in their day-to-day life or work life which is hard for them that is something we can work towards also.
0: okay cool so what's actually made you decide to you know become a personal trainer was it just because you wanted to help people
1: to be honest with you it's because i was an athlete my whole life and i didn't want to sit behind a desk so <laughs> it was pure it was purely self yeah
0: and it's, it's like uh more like a goal i guess sort of as well yeah definitely definitely well yeah that was a goal
1: to learn how to do it i knew how to train myself i trained myself for six to seven years and i mm-hmm. knew what it was like um so it was for me it was a goal to turn that motivation inside me and knowledge inside me and to put it out and display it for others so they could understand and they can learn it um, So that, that took time It's not easy to know something And then to put it on a plate for someone So they can understand it properly And do it themselves
0: Yeah, exactly It does take time So I want to talk yeah. a little bit about uh, You being a two-sport athlete at, uh, LSUS uh, what, First of all, what does LSUS For those who don't know what it means?
1: Louisiana State University of Shreveport
0: Okay, I don't think I've ever heard that university before It
1: is NAIA So it's not in the NCAA like oh. Louisiana State State University, LSU. Okay. Um,
0: NAIAs are just a different class. Uh, I
1: believe they were started in the past. I don't really know why, but um, in generally, just in general topics, they are a bit, they cost less mm-hmm. than a major four-year school, as okay. instead of $40,000 a year, $10,000 a year. All um, right. And also it's a bit easier for you to get into those with schooling and grades, which I wasn't good at. Um, however, though, we did compete with some of the top teams in the country, so uh, take your pick. But um, yeah, I was a baseball player and basketball player there. I played two years of sports and was, uh yeah, played both of those in that time.
0: Oh, awesome. And that was my next question anyways, but that is awesome. I like both baseball and basketball. I played it before. It's a lot of fun. Alright, so I'm gonna I want to ask you about, uh, can you explain the weekly cold dip for 10 minutes for mental health uh, benefit? Definitely. Wait, Chris, where, where are you living right now? Where do you live? I'm in uh, uh, Oshawa, Ontario.
1: Okay, okay, so you'll get it. Uh So last week here in Vancouver, mm-hmm. I'm in Vancouver, Canada, Um it was 16 below zero. Wow. And That's we incredible. went for our weekly cold day. So we went in the Pacific Ocean for 10 minutes, water up to my neck uh, at 16 below at 9 wow. a.m. with a like another 10 degree wind chill. Wow. It was something else, my man. Oh,
0: I can imagine that.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I've been doing it for two years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I started it because I heard there's a lot of positive uh, mental health and personal health benefit, not just the shock factor, but the ability to uh, overcome your fear and stress and anxiety and put yourself into a place of uncertainty and uncertainty comfortable man. Yeah. Whereas today you and I like we, we live in a very comfortable world. Uh, yeah. We're always warm. We have enough clothes, most likely. Mm-hmm. Not everyone unfortunately, but most people have enough clothes. If you don't you turn up heater. um you're always in a safety bubble. Like there's not a lot of discomfort in our lives. Yeah. And I thought that's probably something that I could work on. I could give myself some discomfort and it might help my mental health, my anxiety and stress because anxiety and stress is uncomfortable and it is that sort of thing going on in your head. I'm like, well if I can start training myself to get used to it maybe it'll become easier of stress and anxiety. Um, So that's why I did this every uh, 10 minutes, once a week. Um, And it really does. When I go in the water, it is a very stressful and anxiety-filled 10 minutes. There's a lot of warnings and signals going off my brain telling me to get out. Uh, This is not a comfortable place, but I managed to push through. And um, yeah, I mentally, I have a much better day afterwards.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I've been going through some mental health stuff uh, for the last, I don't know, about six, seven years now. And it's not been easy, but I just, I keep pushing through. And that's what the whole, you know, you just got to keep fighting and keep, you know, working on yourself and, you know, improving yourself. That's so.
1: it. Working and improving on yourself. 100%. I'm with you on that.
0: And it's not easy with this kind of day and age with what's going on in the world. It, it's a lot of stress on a lot of us now. And, it, you know, it, you know, this is kind of, I guess it, this kind of tests your mental health, you know. It really te- tests you uh, with your mental health. Is that like a fair statement, say?
1: Uh, I would say so for sure. Um, I would even say we take it one step further. We're having more people admitting to mental health struggles when they wouldn't admit to them beforehand. It's becoming kind of a bit safe to say that you are stressed out and anxiety and fear because we can all accept it and understand what they mean. So, yeah. uh, it's definitely been tough, but there's a silver lining that this conversation is happening more and more often.
0: Exactly. And I've actually, I think in the last year or two, I've actually, I am on this site called uh, Canada Together. It's a mental health website. Uh, it's pretty good. I actually, I actually used the tech line once. I was like in so distress and like, okay, I'm gonna do it. And no, after I'm like, wow, I just, I, I guess the fact you're talking to somebody, don't help you like you know talking to someone that you trust that really help you out too
1: that's definitely that's amazing you did that um first of all it's not easy to say people so i respect that um and second of all i think it's amazing thing chris is kind of like i don't know if you go to therapy but it's the same thing it's just someone to talk or like how a conversation you're having right now if you feel comfortable with them you're able to get something off your chest it's just Mm. it can ease a lot of that pain Mm. and for you to send that text message and go through that if it's helping you and they can easily provide that that, that's awesome
0: and the fact actually i'm i'm uh, one with autism too so it's it's a lot more difficult for me you know to sometimes express myself but you know I sometimes I just say no you gotta do it you just have to talk to somebody you can't bottle it up so that's, bottling it up is probably the worst thing to do when something's bothering you
1: I'm with you on that and it's not easy so I respect it and <laughs> you're doing a good job
0: thank you so okay um, when it comes to the summer like when it comes to the dips in the uh, the nicer weather like spring summer fall do you still do them or
1: no I don't uh, last year I was the first year I had the summer of it, I joined and it was like really warm. So I didn't do anything that way. And I was, I stopped doing it for about five months, mm-hmm. six months. So I guess um, you oh, No, no, that's fine. No, I, I did it and it just, it didn't have the same effects. It just mm-hmm. wasn't, it wasn't the same reason yeah. to do it. Uh, however, there are, I didn't do anything else, but I, at some point I want to find a way to be able to do this year round. And there are actual, uh, you know, like you have a freezer in your shed or in your back, like a big freezer where you put meat in and everything in. Yeah, You can adapt that a little bit and actually fill it with water. Yeah. Yeah. And have it half frozen the year round and you just go and sit inside this thing. Uh, and that's another way to do it. Yeah,
0: that's a cool idea. I never thought of it that way. Yeah,
1: yeah it sounds very cool because yeah. that would be a cold year round.
0: It would. Now can you explain talking about microdose, mushroom, psychedelic? Uh, yeah,
1: psychedelic. Yeah. Microdosing, uh psilocybin and magic mushrooms. Um I microdose magic mushrooms, psilocybin, uh for my anxiety, stress, and just general work life sometimes sometimes. sometimes to help me focus a bit more a microdose of that so like this is the same stuff that people take large doses and trip out on um a microdose is a much smaller amount and it's around 100 milligrams so it's about the size what i take is about the size of like one quarter of a raise like it's very small um and what it does it helps alleviate some of the stress in my mind or if i'm having a bad day and i'm having you know i feel like i have a shadow above my head and nothing is making me happy it can help alleviate that uh and it is a positive addition to my day that I am very comfortable taking and not worrying about getting addicted to it. I'm not worried. There's no come down from it. So after four hours or so, I don't feel like I'm off a drug or something, a pill. Mm-hmm. It just kind of eases into the rest of my life. Um, and I, I like it because it's organic. It comes from the ground. It's not a thing I have to buy off a counter of the shelf that was made in a lab somewhere. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm big in the microdose movement.
0: Okay, cool. That's re- that sounds really interesting. I never heard of it until I uh, read your bio there. I was like, this is interesting. I am going to mention it on the list. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, what would you recommend to people who are having mental health issues? Uh, what could help them?
1: Chris, I think I think what you're doing is amazing right here. Uh, being willing to have an open conversation with someone. It doesn't have to be online, like we are, but um, having a conversation either with your friends or your family, or even better yet, a professional therapist. Um, just like you said, bottling things up is kind of the worst thing we can do. And that definitely has to go with your mental health struggles too. Like mm. if you're depressed, or sad or grieving over a lot or stressed over COVID or whatever it may be, work, money, girlfriend, boyfriend. Uh, sexual erectile dysfunction, whatever it may be, instead of bottling up and overthinking things without being able to speak it out loud, it is better to go and talk to someone and have an open conversation where you don't feel judged, you don't feel ridiculed, and you don't feel like you are stepping into a room where no one believes you. Um, That is why I think the therapist is the best thing we can all go and see and start using on a weekly or monthly basis to check in with ourselves. So if anyone right now is struggling, I, I highly promote them going to see a therapist or signing up to one of the therapy apps online to help. All
0: right, can you explain to my listeners what MDMA therapy is and what it is and how does it work definitely
1: so kind of like the psilocybin stuff I talked about this is also another psychedelic is a it psychedelic it's a drug let's just say that um, have you heard of um the party drug uh, ecstasy yeah Yeah. so this is a derivative this is like a, a different form of that drug um, and what I took it for I was dealing with mental health struggles after a breakup and my father had Parkinson's and has died and I was showing signs of PTSD so like I was getting um, heart murmurs and my heart rate was raising at random times of the day and I was getting clammy hands, and and um, it was just I had all these things triggering in a day to day thing for months from, um, and I was going to therapy but it wasn't really kicking that yeah. issue I was having so there is a therapy with MDMA so it is you take this drug um, and the drug what it does it makes you feel real happy there's a lot of more positive of uh, effects in your body your serotonin levels go up um, you feel like there's nothing wrong in the world and you're more open to having conversations like this and about stuff that you wouldn't usually have and that is what happened while I did a therapy session while doing that drug with a registered therapist and they knew I was taking it and we planned this out and um, I talked about all the things going on in my life and the stresses I had and the plan I was going to use to attack it um, and that one therapy session which lasted six hours Hours um, probably did the same amount of benefit as hundred therapy sessions would over time. Um, it was very beneficial for me and made me see myself in a new light and made me feel more comfortable in my skin. And uh, yeah, that is MDMA therapy.
0: All right. Uh, what would you? What, uh, sorry. Would you recommend this kind of therapy to someone with mental health?
1: I I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say it is illegal at the moment. Um, I don't know if you heard of MAPS. They are a psychedelic uh, entity. They are a grand- that is working on with the government to legalize this and mushrooms and everything for use of therapy. So um I wouldn't recommend anyone do it now because it is illegal in Canada and America. Mm-hmm. But they are being worked on and hopefully in twenty two it will become legal for therapists to use with their patients to help them with their stroke. Okay. Um and if someone has that opportunity and it's legal,
0: I would yeah, highly So I like to kinda okay, see where okay, uh what would you have to say that those okay, where am oh sorry, wrong one. Uh that's okay. What would you recommend? to people who have been through tough relationship? Uh, I've been through them by myself. Because uh, like, I know you were talking about uh, you were in a really tough relationship and uh, what would you recommend to those who are in a tough relationship and they're going through mental health issues?
1: I would uh, first say, first of all, be open with your partner. Um, and honest about what is happening. I know it's not easy to do, um, but that would be the best art you could do is just honestly tell them what is going through your head, what your holdups are, and what your stressors are, and they might have their own that they will then open up to you and you guys can have an honest conversation um, if that is hard to do secondly I think you should go see a couple's therapist um, having someone there to meet, be the middle ground the middle man in the thing and help both sides feel like they're heard and both sides feel like they have a voice um, can be very valuable and beneficial in that area um, that just being open and honest is really the best things you guys can do to start off to see if your relationship um, should last
0: alright first of all I, I want to say condolences about your dad passing away I know how it feels thank you you're welcome I know how it feels Losing uh, somebody, I've lost four friends in the last two years. Two last year, friends of my past, and then uh, two more of the year have passed away. So you know, it, it's a it's a real tough time. Uh, uh, now, how did you deal with you know, law like dealing with your dad being sick and passing away? Like, how did you uh, deal with your mental health during those really tough times?
1: First off, I'm sorry you lost four friends. That's, Thank that's you. That's something else right there. Um, yeah, that's not easy, especially now if you couldn't go see them and whatnot due to mm. COVID, depending on the time. Sorry, mm-hmm. man. Um, me and my father, honestly, I didn't really have handle it well i'm <laughs> not the best person to have nobody does uh, I, no I, yeah i held it in i didn't speak up about it i almost i think at times tried to admit that it wasn't really happening um, not that he was still alive but as in i just didn't want to face the facts that he was gone and all the mm-hmm. things i had to do and had to admit myself and had to deal with up front scared me so much so um it really once again it's something that you don't know what it's going to be like yeah. um, i don't think you can prep for it i don't think you practice um all you can do is want it's happening is once again just if you can and you feel comfortable talk to someone mm-hmm. let it get out of your head let the voices the thought get out of your mind um and just allow yourself to um be honest and open and real with yourself um and uh take time if needed it, it's, a, it's a weird time in a weird
0: way yeah definitely and you know you're always gonna be around family you'll be around friends they're always there to talk to and when, when you're ready like like i guess that advice be take your time when you're ready to talk to somebody then talk would that be probably yeah the, yeah,
1: that sounds perfect, yeah. yeah
0: what inspired you to create your website never alone um
1: actually what inspired me was i needed an outlet and i need a path to help myself get better and find a reason to get out of the depression and anxiety that i was so i am kind of goal orientated and focused to a fault um, i'm not good at having nothing to do and i'm not good at uh, working on myself without having objective to it so um never alone started with me using social media instagram as an outlet to share things uh, which then turned into the website which has turned into this whole bigger brand um and so really purely selfishly it was all for me to find a way to keep myself motivated each day to do stuff so that i could share with others if it was working or it wasn't um that then turned into me thinking a new way to inspire them which would inspire me and then it turned into i feel better what can i do that i would like to have seen when i was depressed and i can put it out there to help those who might be needing okay
0: what like okay so what do you hope to come out of the like what What do you, okay, what do you, uh, what's your goals moving forward with this website? Because I want
1: Never Alone to be a globally known, recognized, uh, mental health brand. Um, I think there is, we're in a weird situation with mental health and how media and companies and just humans put it. Um, we look at it as if it's different, it's a different entity than physical health Mm -hmm. and, uh, eating well, personal growth, where I believe it's the same. I don't see why we treat it, I don't know why we have advocates of mental health when there aren't advocates of physical health. There aren't advocates of eating well. There's just people doing good stuff, sharing information, and firing up. Um, I, what I'm hoping for, never alone, is to help change, that. help make mental health more of a common conversation in a day, like, between you and I. And uh, I think to do that, it needs to have a brand. There needs to be something that people can relate to outside of mental health. Something just common in their daily life. Um, because we aren't always stressed out. We aren't always filled with anxiety. But even if we aren't stressed out too weak, we should still have day-to-day things where we work on to better our mental So when we do feel down, it's easier for us to address it and attack it and move forward. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, Is there any, uh, so is there a website you like promote? Uh, Yeah, my website. Hmm, Can you share your website? I will put this in the description below on the podcast, both audio, video. Uh, What what is your website? Amazing.
1: My website is www.weareneveralone.co. Okay. Um, Yeah, if you put it down below, it's awesome. I got a ton of information there on people dealing with stressing out with anxiety or depression and actional tips that they can take doing right now in the next 5-10 to 10 minutes that essentially help them also I have this new area which I created is called the therapy um, I've created 16 articles around general conversations that people are at on therapy mm-hmm. and also general topics on like what is talk therapy what is online therapy how do you find it people you can react reach out to for it and I think it's a really good piece that people can go to if they're looking to start a therapy journey Okay.
0: Uh, also any social media that you like promote I will put it in the description below as well
1: definitely thank you um, Twitter and Instagram at Hi Paul Paul. Go with that. Those are my two main ones. Um, I'm always on Twitter, as you've seen, Chris. Yeah. Talking, interacting. So if anyone comes on there, and want to say hi. I'd love it. have questions, definitely ask me questions. So that's Instagram and Twitter at Hi Paul, Paul And then the We Are Never Alone website. Is there anything
0: else you would like to add or talk about that we did not have today?
1: No, Chris, you did an amazing job, man. You hit thank everything. You. Um, I just want to say thank you for having me. I really appreciate this. I'm sorry my video didn't. Oh,
0: no problem. I improvised with the little caption below, so that worked out. You got to think outside awesome. the bottom. So
1: I'm with you on that. I like it. So I'd
0: like to thank you for coming on to the podcast today. And uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you are new to the podcast, please do subscribe. That is the best way to know when a new episode goes up every week. Don't forget the bonus episodes are only audio only. So follow on the audio only. And then the video and audio on the weekend. And uh, the link is right on the screen right there, which is great. And I will see you guys on Thursday for the bonus episode of the podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. And I'll see you guys on Thursday.